0: That's promo code doyou O U one zero for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside.
1: This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at macys.com slash star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
2: Go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
0: For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk.
3: Today on the show, the Orioles are coming down to the final stretch of the season. Will they have what it takes to finish strong? And it's been a long time coming, but we finally now have a reason to shout, Hem! Hem! Jimenez! But for how long will we have a chance to shout it? And, with opening kickoff mere days away, we will offer up some bold predictions for the upcoming Raven season, all that and more, on this edition of Section 336.
4: Section 336 Up, birds, be ready to ride. Your host, Matt Joshua Bird, are ready to fly. Baltimore's best section, three thirty-six. The number one sports broadcast. gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, our favorite Orioles. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at three thirty-six.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages. Welcome to Section 336 the Next Generation Sports Talk. I am your dearly sitting host, Matt Sroka. As always, except for last week, I'm joined by the
5: Danny Bert Rode. I'm back. What up, 336ers? Good to be back. Hey, when the Orioles win the day before, it's always fun to talk about the Orioles. So hopefully they win again on Tuesday night.
3: And we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka.
5: I'm I'm missing the intern. You see all that running
2: around I had to do while the start of the show was going on?
3: Well, how do you think I feel? I'm the host. I'm trying to, uh, one of the Uh, (laughs) co-hosts. All All right. right. right, right. Um, And I'm trying to run an intelligent show here talking about the Ravens and Orioles. Uh, last week, I was dealing with one of the most not not knowledgeable people I know on the Ravens. Like literally, there's no one that I would talk to, I can talk oh, to who knows more about the Ravens. I got
2: a problem with Mister Film Study.
3: And then, well, and my point is, and then this week he's replaced by Bert. So <laughs> I'm just saying I'm dealing with stuff here too. All right, you're not the only I, dealing with stuff here.
2: If I I, got, I just threw out my notes from last week, where Mister Film Study himself told me that I should buy an Ochi jersey. Okay. Mm. Ochi's not a Raven today. <laughs> and
3: Josh bought an Ochi jersey, too. He did not.
2: Thankfully, I didn't buy an Ochi jersey. The Football jerseys are expensive.
3: Josh had a really tough day on, what was it, on Saturday or something? He bought a Justin Forsett jersey. Then he had to return it. Then he had to go back and buy it again. It was a really complicated day for Josh.
5: Did that really happen? No, oh.
2: no. Why would I buy it just for that
5: jersey? <laughs> well, I now? mean, there, there, there's a possibility <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, for like that, that one 24-hour sure period before someone jerseys were probably on clearance. Yeah, somebody got one for like 49.99, regularly priced 89.99. Yeah, and uh, boom, he's he's gonna be starting on uh, Sunday most likely. Yeah. Do you think it was a whole conspiracy deal just to sell more jerseys? Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that was the conspiracy <laughs> going on beer, but. I've I don't know all the details. I hope one of you guys can clarify for me. But oh, shoot, I was hoping you clarify for me. There all was right. some maneuvering going on where they knew they were going to get him back, and he knew he was coming back. Well, but it was had to be able to put Elam on IR and one other guy on IR. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah, it, it comes as a shock. It, as, it came as, as a shock at first that Forsett got cut, but then it also didn't come as a shock because the Ravens cut high-profile guys all the time like you got todd Heap, Derek mason right uh, guys like that get cut all the time justin for just another one of those it's, names it's
2: very common for them to say time to move
5: on exactly
2: um, and, then,
5: and then there was the whole
3: justin Forsett tweeting out saying like i'll let you guys know when something when there's a decision been made right. but like there's no decision has been made yet right which also kind of added because oh we thought it was definitely gonna resign and are tweeting no, out this and
2: and you expected what that happened what saturday I think all that was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. you would expect by like Saturday evening you hear some rumors of other teams talking to him.
5: Well, we had out. Matt and I had breakfast together one of the topics of conversation was, "Do you hear they cut Forsett?" Yeah. And then we went to the Oil game that night and my brother's like, "Hey, we got Forsett back." <laughs> no, I think we got him
2: back on Monday. Right? Well, I think like and
3: that was part of that deal where it was kind of done, but Justin Forsett wasn't saying it's done right. until that Monday. So, right, fair Even it was kind of assumed we get him back. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and it was the whole um, – I'm just reading it for here from NFL.com. By cutting Forsett, the Ravens were able to carry defensive lineman Carl Davis and safety Matt Elam on their initial 53-man ra- r- roster. Both Davis and Elam were then put on the injured reserve Monday, making them eligible for the one designated-to-return label in the middle of the season. If a player is placed on IR, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, so it's
2: the it's the Dan Duquette pothole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of had to. It's a skirting around the rules. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're to smarter than everyone form. else.
3: Yeah.
5: Wasn't Carl, uh, Mr. Film was a big Carl Davis guy last year. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just saying.
2: Big, big Ochi guy this year. <laughs> big Ochi guy. Big Ochi. Big Ochi.
3: All right. Well, that's a little teaser for what we have coming later when we get into our Ravens' bold predictions. Oh. Bold prediction.
2: I, I, I got some Ravens' audio for you later. Okay. Because okay. as, you, as you know, the Ravens love to uh, let go of players, except there's one guy they'll never let go of. Who's that? And they keep bringing him back. Who's that? He retired years ago. Keep bringing him back. Who's that? And he's
5: back. Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis. Why wouldn't you? He's the greatest. Bring him back. Bring him back. He should be in the locker room every day. He should, they should still announce him and let him walk out and do his dance. Yeah. I. I, um, I agree.
2: I, when, I, when I was working on uh, – I think it was ball bag where I put down. How many statues will Ray Lewis get this year since he got <laughs> one last year?
5: They should just put a new statue up for him every year.
2: Until there's 52 or 53.
5: Absolutely. Why not? Why not?
2: All right. You want to talk baseball, though? Yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. Baseball's way, been way more fun this week.
3: And th- this is for me, for my money. Let the record show, this is my favorite time of the sports season – but also my favorite time of the baseball season when there is, let me qualify this, when there is a relevant team to watch. Right. Because this is this is the greatest, right? We have this series versus Tampa Bay, and then like every five minutes, every three minutes, I'm on the MLB at-bat app all the time checking out the scores. Right. And it's not just right, like – Right, because you care about Toronto, Boston, Detroit. Yeah, I care about everybody. Right. Like Houston, Seattle. I'm watching everybody right sure. now. Sure. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. And then they become interesting matchups, like the Blue Jays are, are, are against the Yankees right now, playing the Yankees right now. And so, it just like as long as this series is happening, I'm rooting for the Yankees. The second the Yankees play someone else, I'm rooting again. It. It's just it's it's total madness. I'm always checking my phone. I, I'm itching to see what's going on. Like it's just total baseball. It's just excitement. I'm I'm making I'm doing math in my head. Okay, if this and this team lose, and right, rah, 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 what series coming up? It's just it's a fun time to be a baseball fan. I love it. I
5: love it. Now, but but. Explain this to me because when the Orioles fell out of first place, which would by now has been two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's two weeks. Um, you know, we we lost two of three in New York to the Yankees. We lost two of three to the Blue Jays here in Baltimore. I was watching the post game after one of those losses, after we had dropped to two to three games out of first place, and I heard uh, guys like Tom Davis and uh, Rick Dempsey saying, "You know, it, it's it's kind of fun though because you do a lot more score watching when you're when you're like trying to get it back into first place." But it's like, not, trying to tell it's us that it's fun. it's fun to not be in first place, guys. <laughs> it's cool, cause, guys. Because now you can watch the scoreboard and see what everyone else is doing. Like, no, that's not fun. What's fun is being in first place and just keep winning so no one else can touch you. And that's what's fun. It's cool to peer. Pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on. Everybody's doing it. I was getting so <laughs> mad. I can't believe he's telling me that, trying to find, like, the silver lining here where it's don't worry, fans. It can still be fun to be in second right. place. <laughs> it, it, guys, it sucks to be a Cubs fan. They're 16 and a half games ahead. But for once, can't we just have a season where we just dominate everybody and just have a nice, like, what, it was 2014. By now we would have clinched –
2: yeah. the ALS. That, that was our dominating year in 2014.
5: Yeah. I want one of those again. What, yeah, what, oh, how long do we have, have to wait for one of those? Uh,
2: 2012 was so exciting just to get down to that final game. That oh, we yeah. to ruin it for the Red Sox. <laughs> I slept <laughs> well the entire <laughs> month of September. We partied like we won the World <laughs> Series. We don't need a World <laughs> Series.
5: Uh, I, I don't mind it, but I would don't try and tell me that that's better.
3: <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I just mean, even if we were 10 games up, this time of year is just really exciting.
5: Agree,
2: Agreed. I'm just saying Rick Dempsey. Rick guards.
5: Dempsey, don't try and tell me that it's more fun to watch the scoreboard and <laughs> hope that the other teams lose so you can move up in the standings. Guys,
2: it, it's it's really fun to sit on my edge of my seat to see if Gallardo can make it through six innings.
5: Yeah. Yeah, forget don't, about don't it.
2: Don't want a pitcher that can go nine.
5: Uh, but it has been a pretty good couple days.
3: Yeah, speaking of pitchers who can go nine, I mean, this is uh, against the Yankees. We took two out of three in the mm-hmm. most recent series over the weekend. Uh, Bert and I were there for the game on Saturday. Do you, do you
2: yep. feel like whenever we win the first two of a series, do you feel like Buck kind of phones in the third
5: game? Yeah, because they have to pitch someone like Wade Miley.
2: Yeah, I mean,
3: here's here's the matchup. We we got um, Oda Rizzi tonight for for Tampa. Has been the best pitch in the American League since the All-Star break. Six wins. Yeah, an ERA of like 1.89. For us, we're rolling out um yeah, Giovanni Gallardo, the opposite of Oda Rizzi. Hasn't had a win
5: since June. Uh-
3: of 2000 like of 2006 <laughs> <laughs> so it's just this is the game if you're gonna pack in a game almost like putting all the subs rest our guys we'll get them tomorrow buck like this is the game
2: to do it right except except that tampa bay they've got good pitching but they can't score yeah so yeah. if you can get two three runs that might be enough to win they, ju- they just fired their hitting coach too. yeah they, they, you, you do that when jimenez pitches a complete game a, against you
3: unwritten rule in baseball that if a Jimenez throws a complete game against you, you have to fire somebody. Someone has to be fired. And it just happens to be the head coach. What are you guys thoughts on Obado Jimenez? Uh, let's
2: mean, go you there. Mean, you want to know, is this real Jimenez? He's
3: had, what is it? Three or four now.
5: Quality starts. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah. Consecutive quality starts where he's pitched like not, and, and not just like, uh, like one of those. No, great. Th- six innings, three runs, but he really didn't pitch that well. No, he's pitched That's great. That's
5: the way Yeah.
2: Yeah. no, yeah.
3: He, He's pitched great. Yeah. Um, it's, We've we've seen what, this. What do we make of this? We've
2: seen this before from Jimenez. Last year, the first half he was excellent. Yeah. So we know that Jimenez struggles. We know that Jimenez has trouble with his rotation, and we know that if Jimenez gets things flowing properly, he pitches really well. Yeah. We've had what three games now of him, his rotation working. It's it's shortened up. He's throwing the ball well. And as long as he can keep this, as long as this is where this is where pitching coaches really earn their money, if they can keep Jimenez in this headspace, then it's excellent, and he's going to be a huge help to us in September, and, and in the postseason. Yeah.
3: And there's we've seen him, and I agree, Josh, and everyone is kind of shocked, and and you are shocked because remember in June, not just how bad he was, like it was embarrassingly bad. Sure. Yeah. And it's hard to comprehend how a guy can be that bad and then now this good.
2: But you're right. We have seen him before. This is the guy. It's the same guy. It's not like it's not like we're trying to explain, well, maybe Gallardo can do it because Jimenez did it last year. It's the same guy we've seen do this a few times.
3: Yeah, And we've seen it go from even like from year to year. Like his last year with Cleveland had the area of 3.30. Yeah. Then he comes here and he has an area close to five. But we've seen him for a half a season. Right, it is good
2: but but that's why he had that leash for half a season until he moved to the bullpen because we've seen the good we no. kept thinking he would come out of it
3: he also has that leash because his paycheck but <laughs> uh
5: we but he had to start the
2: paycheck because he's been
5: good he had a start in toronto back in june where he didn't even last two-thirds of an inning he was pulled after one-third of an inning giving up five earned runs and six hits um yeah. yeah, and you know what else? He's had, he's had a fair share of terrible right. starts where he doesn't last three innings.
2: And, what ha- and oh, yeah. what's different with Jimenez is in the beginning of the season, once Jimenez gave up two runs, he would implode. What we've seen in these past three starts is if they score a couple runs, he settles down and, and gets better. Wasn't he, And he's been improving as the game goes on.
5: I mean, he's been on our roster, this being the third year, but yeah. wasn't one of his strong suits coming from Colorado or wherever it was that he was a second-half pitcher? Right. He, yeah. he got hot in the second half. I don't know, maybe we're seeing and a little la- replay last of that year, year he in 2016. got Last year he got
2: hot in the first half and fell apart in the second half.
5: Well, I think
3: and and, and Josh touched on this and if you looked at Buck Short's comments after the game uh ye- yesterday on, on a bottle start, it, it said you know, it's a pretty simple thing, like when he throws strikes, he's successful. He's not walking guys. Yeah. Right. He's throwing strikes.
2: He didn't walk he what he walk? one I think in the past three three starts he's walked three guys. Yeah, That's correct. Three, yeah. Yep. Three ball three balls. I mean plus he hit the guy yesterday, but
3: Right, and if you look at some of his starts this year, when he hasn't lasted very long, even when he goes like five innings, he's walking on average like four guys. Yeah, and so that, that hurts. Yeah, th- this is a, and and so to your point about being high and stuff like this. Well, with the ball, it's very much on the mechanics and is he is he throwing strikes? Right, and there, there's no reason to think uh, he can't continue to do it, uh, but there's no way to know that he will because we've seen him fall in and out of these funks from start to start. Too. So there's really at this point, how much confidence do we have that his next start will be seven, seven or eight innings as opposed to
2: three or four innings? Like right. how much
3: comp? I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But as long as he's pitching well, you
2: have to put him out you, there every time. Right, day. you keep putting him out there. Yeah. I mean, you also don't know how much of this is him being fresh because we never went to him in the bullpen. He didn't do much in the bullpen. Wow.
5: I'm still yep. not going to him to pitch the wild card game or <laughs> nothing like that. You know?
2: Uh, I mean, that's that's. Five six starts from now, if he's still pitching this way.
5: Well, yeah, if he's he'll he will have earned it if he still pitches this way for his next five starts. But uh, but as of right now, I'm not ready. To if you need uh, one on guy head.
3: right now to win a game, you're not going with Tabata.
5: No, heck, no. Who are you going with? Who's your one man? Dylan Bundy.
2: No, no way. <laughs> what? Why not? I would. Why not, Josh? Why he's, yeah. he's 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 not been the the top guy in the pen. I, I think Gosman has been pitching extremely well. And right now with Tillman on the DL, I'd go to either Jimenez or Gosman. If it was at this moment right now, I'd go with Jimenez.
3: <laughs> and I go with Gosman. For for us we're at the Gosman. there you go. We each have we uh, just pick one. By far has been the most oppressive of the past. About. We
5: should write that down because there's a very good possibility we're playing in that.
2: I'm wild hoping card game. I'm hoping we avoid that wild card game, even more hoping we avoid the tiebreaker to get to the wild ah, card so game. Then wild, so then
3: you have two so then you to have two ties. Then starters. you got to go two. Yeah, that's interesting. That See, I I even like I would prefer that we're tied. Because it brings up it's so more excitement, baseball, more intrigue. Yeah, if we're tied for the wild card spot, you don't want to go spot. straight to that. You, no. want, those, <laughs> you want those extra
5: games. That's
2: more exciting baseball.
5: Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like playing in a series, right. like uh, all the other really good teams get to do. You
2: get you get extra playoff games. You're hey, so good.
5: While we're on uh, Bundy and Gaussman real quick uh, before we go into anything else, Calvary 2.0. Well, Matt and I were at the game Saturday. Gaussman pitched a gem. As uh, what he went six, seven innings. We were, we were saying to each other, like, look at this time that we're living in right now. And I think I've even said this on the show, that here we go. We've got Bundy. We've got Galsman pitching back-to-back nights, pitching gems. Like, this is what we've always dreamed of, right? Yeah. Well, I went back and found an audio clip that I want to share on the show here from our very first episode of Section 336. Oh! <laughs> episode number one. Oh, where, my. Tonight is 180. In weeks sequentially. Yeah. This was in March of two thousand thirteen. Week. Okay. Week one show one. Show one episode one. Entitled Recrap. <laughs>
2: that's a fitting title.
5: So here, listen to this. Is this gonna pick up the audio right away? Ready? Are you are you
2: planning yep. it? Okay. Would a bold prediction be in that Bundy and Gosman each start a postseason game this year? That's That's cool. That would be cold. a bold prediction. That's Did you?
5: <laughs> yeah, one man's vote is another man' insane. But yeah, I would like any of <laughs> our starting pitchers to start, even just that <laughs> play-in game. I would take that. <laughs> That's right. So three years ago, we've been waiting for three years for this to happen, and now yes. if we get ourselves into a series, there's a very good possibility of Gausman Bundy playoff starts. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh we've been talking about this forever. I know,
3: I know. And if this is and for a team. And we talked about this a lot in August and July, like the starting pitching issue. All of a sudden, Gossman steps up. He I mean, Gossman. Just look at his last three starts. No runs.
2: Like none. Yeah. The, yeah. The, these yeah. struggles in August, you had to blame the offense. We did not plan on that.
3: Yeah, and yeah, it, well, it
2: has silenced you.
3: What? Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I, I, I I've never blamed the offense this
2: year. Yeah, you had to in August. Look at some of the scores in August. You had to.
3: Yeah. Okay. I could still point to our bullpen struggling, our middle of the leaf struggling. I could still point to Gallardo and Miley struggling. So there was, there was other blame. But, but I, I agree. Our offense has been inconsistent, um, especially when our pitchers tend to pitch well. But thing, things are. I, I feel confident about where this team's at. I feel confident about. I mean, if you can roll out three starters, Bundy and Gossman and Jimenez, who are pitching well, Tillman's returning soon. Hopefully he'll pitch well. Yeah. You can take, you can handle Miley. Or, or gallardo every fifth day if you have one of those guys the problem is for a while we had three of those guys not one of those guys yeah so you have to feel good about where the uh where the old team's at right now it's gonna yeah. be
5: exciting I mean we're still throwing out Mike Wright and Tyler Wilson every fifth day for a few months there but that's when the bats were hot right Josh
2: yeah yeah that <laughs> began in the season sure but uh and and the other key this week has been Adam Jones coming back which has looked way better than Nolan Rymalt in center field
5: yeah. That was scary. That was scary. All those uh, few games without Adam Jones. Even
2: yeah. Steve Pierce has been uh, uh, not the Steve Pierce we tr- we wanted from Tampa. He hasn't had that hot bat. So to have a guy like Adam Jones who comes back, uh, he's got at least one home run this. W- he's got one home run this week. So to have him back has been helpful.
3: Yeah, I think Adam Jones is one of those guys where you kind of take him for granted that he's going to hit, you know, two seventy five and get his twenty eight knocks. Right. When he is, uh, the fact that he plays such an important position like center field. He's a really a hard guy to replace and I think we forget that like we can like we think of a central guy you think of Matt, Manny Machado, we think of Zach Britton we think Chris Tillman but Adam Jones is right up there for guys you really need on this team to be successful and him being out for those handful of, of games kind of reminded all the Oriole fans oh wait a minute yeah I think who's few, batting leadoff who's playing
2: center field right yeah yeah I think a few weeks ago I, I mentioned Adam Jones as one of my disappointments for this year. But, yes, once he was gone, I realized, no, he's, he's not a disappointment this year. He's doing exactly what we need him to do.
3: Yeah, he's doing what he does every year, and that's provide consistent offense, consistent right. defense.
2: Right, and that's his not key, spectacular, consistent.
3: But yeah. And I know we get upset because he swings the balls in the dirt, but every time you get frustrated with him swinging at a ball in the dirt, remember, it could be Nolan Reimold up there. <laughs> yeah.
5: He missed, he missed five games. We went two and three over those five games, That those are all games against the Yankees in Toronto that he didn't play in.
2: Yeah, and that was that series in New York that was just ugly. Mm -hmm. We were just really struggling. Everyone was.
3: Yeah. All right. Um, Looking down, just going down the old show notes.
2: Uh, We're in Tampa now.
3: We're in Tampa.
5: Yeah, Yeah. we're in Tampa now. We won on Monday night.
2: Monday afternoon. Monday. nice 1 o'clock Labor Day
5: game. Another afternoon game on Wednesday. Yeah, it's nice. I'll take that. Something to do at work. You like the (laughs) afternoon games?
2: I don't like the afternoon games.
5: I don't mind it. No, I, I just, put the earbuds in at work.
2: I'll be I'll uh I'll be working on Wednesday and then I and then I come home in the evening, I want to relax and watch some baseball and there's no baseball.
5: Oh, I got my fantasy football draft on Wednesday night so it's perfect.
2: Oh, see I'll be uh working. I'll watch you. I'll put the Orioles game on something though. Well, then, so then we that's can That's when the radio Then works we can well.
5: do we can take Rick Dempsey's advice and watch the out of town scoreboard on uh Wednesday night since the Orioles game will have already been over. Yeah, hopefully that'll be a good
2: game on It'll MLB be so much fun. So much fun.
3: <laughs> the um, I was... Last week, uh, there was a lot of action on our... Every week, we are on Facebook. Or we're streaming live video on Facebook. There was a lot of action in the old comment section last week. Really? But I didn't realize it. I didn't even look at the page until after the episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. I,
2: I was complaining about this uh, while you guys were on your sabbaticals. Okay. That, that I cannot... Fine. I cannot figure out how to watch the Facebook page comments while doing the show at the same time yeah so I tried putting the intern in charge of it at one week and he, I guess I found out later he just like replied to people and didn't share with me anything uh, that was going on
3: yeah I'm not good enough to reply actually type in responses as I'm t- doing the show but I can read some of the stuff as we do the show all right okay
2: what would you like to read
3: well Jacob Rock, he's always active in our in our uh, comment section they loyal three three six loyal three three six sir uh, well first I can I say I like to pull these comments out of context so there's <laughs> one comment where Jacob Rock says I agree with Bert I don't know what that's in relation to but I'm going to wait until Bert says some outrageous thing and say hey Jacob Rock says I agree with Bert so I'm going to save that one for when I feel it's an appropriate time
5: I like to think he agrees with everything I say
3: well fair, fair, fair enough he um, likes
5: everything I tweet
3: <laughs> he said I still don't trust uh, as 100% just yet if he keeps it up and I completely be comfortable with him oh, on the mound. Is there? Any, that's kind of what we said. Is there too. any
2: pitcher that you trust 100 percent on the Orioles rotation? Yeah, but if you rank trust factors here, no, like, he's, he's not the top. But I'd give him a. I'd give him a. I'd give him a 65. Let's wait. I would give him about five percent. I give always. him a passing grade right now. I still now.
3: have no trust. And I don't think I ever will. Trust 50 to 50.
5: Well, will you bring up uh, baseballreference.com and find out what Gallardo's trust factor is?
3: Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the trust factor because <laughs> I-, I promise you Jimenez has one of the lowest trust factors in all of baseball.
5: Probably, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, I hey, I know a lot of people are watching the game, September, baseball right. game's on. Absolutely. But if you want to participate in the comment section. What, do we just have Jacob might, on I there? Might, well,
5: Watch the out-of-town scoreboard. Go, ah, yeah.
3: There was there was another comment. I, uh, there was... Uh, Justin Smith is on there. He said, why not? Again, I don't know what that means. Oh, that he was maybe taking. He's just singing. <laughs> We're
5: taking requests now. Maybe he's mm,
2: saying mm, it's that type, that type of year.
5: It's a why not type of Again, year. Again, I was okay. going to you know, bust uh, out the why uh, not comment. Is it isn't, isn't time one of the, the
2: early lines of why not? Like that doesn't matter what the experts say. Yeah. I mean, it's a very similar year that that uh, no one picked the Orioles. We're chasing the Blue well.
5: Jays. Yeah. Cito Gaston still Let's sucks. Let's just hope that
2: Pete Harnish doesn't have to pitch in Toronto. All
3: right. Let's hurry up and get through with this show so I can go eat some Fruit Loops. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to get to our uh, three up, three down? Sure. Somewhat weekly segment. Is that where we're at? It's now time
4: for three up and three down.
3: Hey, this is not my three up. I'm sorry to introduce a segment, then go off on a tangent. This is not one of my ups, but it should have been one of my ups.
2: What's one of your ups?
3: This is, We'll call this like a bonus up. You guys know.
2: I like bonus ups.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like sports. I like talking about sports. Growing up, one of the most... Like, I wanted even to... For a while, I wanted to be a sports journalist. And one of the main reasons why was one man who growing up loved him to death. Finally, after, after years on television, after years on, in print... Then on to, on television and on the radio, he's finally entered the road of podcasting. Tony Coinheiser. Tony Coinheiser.
2: That should be your up. Yeah, he has... He, are you aware of this? Yeah. Today I thought we, he
5: always had a podcast. He never it, had a it's, podcast. It's,
2: it has, he has had a podcast. It's no, been he the podcast of his radio show. I don't call that a podcast. Now he's got yeah. his own podcast. I
3: yep. call that a radio show that's put, that put they put on a podcast. It's been recorded, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. like yeah. saying PTI is a podcast. That's not. Right, right. Even though no, I listen to yes. Now he has the Tony So now Koenheiser. he has an official... Yeah. Started today was the first episode. Cool. My, one of my favorite people on earth, Tony Koenheiser has... So you should definitely check it out. Has his own podcast strictly a podcast
5: okay yeah available on itunes
3: yeah available on itunes so that's just a little a little bonus up
5: you know if he if he keeps it up maybe his listenership can get up to the level of section three three six listenership
3: and that's when you know that podcasting has become mainstream because i don't think tony Kornheiser even like he's an old dude i don't even think he understands how to like check his email and stuff or nah. he probably has an old flip phone Yet, he even he is doing podcasts but, now. but
2: the old radio shows are on there. You just have to make sure you find the uh, the proper Tony Kornheiser show. I don't, I don't care about the old radio shows. I no, that's, there's two different podcasts if okay. you search for it. Okay. Make sure you get the new one that yeah. had the show that came out today. But
3: he's doing an episode every single day.
5: Is, hey, that, is but, this just a promotion
2: for Tony Kornheiser? I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> I like the man a lot. I, I like, like the, the man there a lot. Is point Will, behind this? Will
2: Bond's on today's
5: show. All right. All right. Hey, hey, you know what? Anyway. Those two are great together. They, they should, have, they should have a TV show. show.
3: All right, whatever, whatever. You guys, what what are your ups? What are your ups? I was just sharing because it's cool, because I like them. Anyway,
2: what ups? ups. You guys got my ups. uh, You know what? I'll go the radio route with route with you. My up is Ed Norris, because I don't like Ed Norris as a sports broadcaster, but he got a Trumbo Make America Make Baltimore Great Again shirt from Section336.com. Nice. So I'm now a big Ed Norris fan.
5: And he put it over on Facebook, or somebody did.
2: Uh, Gina Crash did. Nice. Who I have no problem with. Ed I don't Norris,
3: really know who that is. Should I know who that person is? She's it's a radio, a radio DJ. DJ. Okay.
2: But, yeah, uh, just like you,
5: Ed Norris went to Section336.com and got a Trumbo shirt. So that's my up. I'm going to go with two ups, Trumbo and Davis, since uh, September 1st. And here we are in the third inning. Uh, actually, I need to update it for whatever Trumbo just did. He struck out in the uh, top of the third. Prior to that, they are combined 12 for 29, hitting 413, four home runs, Eight RBIs all since September first turned over the calendar. That's a great start for these guys, especially considering July and August were pretty awful for the Orioles. So hopefully they can keep it up for a nice little pennant run here. Yeah, that, that's really important. And
3: and when they struggled offensively, it's because the meat of the order was not producing. Right. So if the meat of order pr- 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 produces, the Orioles will be in a in good st- in a good state. Uh, I'm going for my up. Buck Showalter's emotional state. There was a moment in yesterday's game. I forget exactly all the details. Who was up? It was runners on first and third with no outs. Two guys come up. Okay. Strikeout. Davis comes up, gets two strikes on him. You thought, here comes another strikeout. Mm-hmm. He ends up getting a key base hit, and that starts like the five-run inning we had in yesterday's game. Yes.
5: Yeah, a Two-run double. Well, it's a single, and then he went to second. And then he went to second. That was yeah. yeah, in the fifth That's inning.
3: Yeah, the fifth inning. That's great. He ended up scoring like five run, run, runs that inning, and it yep. was all keyed off because that hit. Yes. But my point is, not that they got a hit, but normally – it seems like all year this year, Chris Davis would have struck out in that position. Mm-hmm. We seem to strand guys you know, in, in tough positions. We don't get the big hit. We hit a lot of dongs, but we don't get kind of key hits in certain situations. Sure. And every time you look at Buck, after a really frustrating moment, right? No outs, runners on first and third, two guys come up and strike out. They pan to Buck Showalter. And like if I like want to kick something, want to throw something, like I, I'm ticked. People on, um, on Twitter are ready to are ready to, to go to war. They're ready to mob. Right. They and, want
2: the pitcher pulled immediately.
3: Yeah. Um and you and you and you and you take a shot at Buck Show Watcher. Every single time it's got those arms folded over top the rail and the green ra- ra- railing, just kind of staring out like <laughs> not phased at all. Like you wouldn't know if we just hit a home run or if we just kind of no. lost the road series. It's it's I, all the same emotion with that. I love it. I, I
2: love it. I feel like Buck...
3: I'm over here flipping has, out. And Buck's cool. We, cool as a we flip out and we
2: get mad, seeming like thinking that the Orioles get screwed out of these challenges and stuff all the time. And I know Buck feels the same way, but I feel like he just has came up with a way to just zone it out and just keep it to himself and keep his cool.
3: And sometimes, like, knowing
2: that the Orioles are getting screwed.
3: Sometimes, when players don't react, as fans, we said, "Oh, well, do they really care? Like, why aren't they getting emotional about it? Do they really care?" But no one ever thinks that with Buck. No one ever questions his butt care, right? So the fact that he is kind of able to keep his cool, I I appreciate that knowing that like there's someone sane and rational at the helm of this baseball team and not someone who is emotional and irrational like myself and all you other Oriole fans out there.
5: (laughs) Uh, It just makes you imagine like how much fun a fan man that the real team will <laughs> <and> be like <laughs> chucking things in the dugout. Oh, totally.
3: <laughs> screaming at players. <laughs> going out to pull Jimenez, but like running out there young at him and at them and like, grabbing them.
5: Uh, grabbing them by the wrist and dragging <laughs> him back to the dugout with him.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that is not good. I, I kind of want to see it happen.
2: All right. You want to go bad? Yeah, it's got three downs. downs. Three yeah, downs. Yeah,
5: that's right. This, this segment does This is how it works. Half. We do the three ups, we do the three right. downs. We do three ups.
2: Now we get three downs. They started yelling at at Jimenez, but that was your good. All right, my bad this week is Steve Pierce. Not just for this week, but for the fact that when we traded for Steve Pierce for Tampa Bay, at that point he has played 60 games for Tampa Bay, and he had a three hundred nine batting average. He now has 21 games with the Orioles, and he's batting two he He's been a big disappointment.
5: Meanwhile, Chris Davis just got another base hit in the top of the fourth. Adjust your numbers, Bert. Red hot. Adjust your numbers. I will. I'll get to that. Uh, what I put for down? Oh, this was fun. I found this article. I'm not usually a basketball guy, but everyone knows Steph Curry. He's a great superstar in the NBA right now. One of the best. Uh, Stephanie Curry. Tuesday, he was playing at an event in Taiwan, and he got his shot blocked by a 17-year-old Filipino kid. <laughs> this kid, Jayan Mamuyak, plays for the country's under-18 team in uh, – Where did I say Taiwan? Um, And (laughs) there's a video of it on Deadspin. Steph goes up for a shot, and this kid, 17 years old, just stuffs it in his face. Basketball doesn't even make it to the rim. It's hilarious. (laughs) So, uh, big old Steph Curry's getting a uh, three down this week from Zanny Rohde.
3: We always like to see hot stuff, stars, people who we are jealous of, brought down to our level a little bit. It makes us feel better. (laughs) Take that, Steph Curry. (laughs) You've been stuffed just like all of us have been at one point in our lives.
5: Yeah. By Filipino 17-year-old boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Matt? How's the first uh, week of September baseball been for you?
5: Well,
3: my my down has been the expanded rosters. Really? This is on two notions. Okay. First of all, from the Orioles specific, our expanded rosters suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Like, sure. we have no town enta- literally no one talented that we brought in.
5: There's not like some stud 21-year-old uh, we're excited to see in no. major league action. No, or it's not even like yeah, yeah, it's not like a
3: Dylan Bundy scenario like 2012 right. or anything like that. But but that's cuz these these these
2: uh September call-ups are for the crappy teams. Okay. Like I I feel like like I feel like if you have a winning record, you shouldn't be allowed to call up in September.
3: Well, and that's my second reason why it's down is because it I I never really fully understood it. The call-ups. Like here is your team for the entire season. Yeah. F- for 130 games last month, everyone can have a bunch of added extra players. Like it just, that's not how the whole season. All of a sudden, you have 20 guys in your right. bullpen. Wait, what? Yeah. All of a sudden, you can do a pinch runner every inning. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you can do a, a defensive replacement every. every everyone inning. can
2: be Girardi and and pull a pitcher for each batter.
3: Yeah, like which is fine. Like if you have depth, but like that's why you only have whatever it is, four bench spots, so you have to be creative with it. Now you have ten bench spots, and it it almost becomes like a different kind of strategy, a different game, and if you want to do it that way, fine, do it
2: the whole year, but at the last month, let's do all these different rules. And there's no need for it because you have spring training and you have the minor leagues. That's how you get to see players.
5: It is like a totally different strategy. Like Matt and I at the game on Saturday night, late in the game, the Orioles are winning two to nothing. Somebody gets on. And then we put in Drew Stubbs as a pinch runner. Yeah. It's like, I don't think we've used a pinch runner this entire year. Yeah. And now just because we got a room for the guy on the roster, go ahead, put on Drew Stubbs out there. And then let's bring in Michael Bourne to pinch hit in a bunting situation because none of the other guys we have can bunt. And now we have room on the roster for a guy who can do nothing but bunt. And two, you would normally two, two two never have a room for We didn't for call up. Yeah. So now we have a base dealing specialist and a bunting specialist, even though they're not really that special. <laughs> no, he didn't. He, was he ended up getting like a swinging bunt. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. Drew. Uh, and the, every
3: ninth inning now, they're playing our left and right field. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, good point. But this is just weird. It's just different. Whatever. Um, going back to the comment section uh, on, on Facebook, J- J- Jacob Rock says, I think there's a spot on that Buck only has two emotions, meh, and ticked off. <laughs> I, I, that's pretty spot on. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's pretty spot on. Uh, Josh, there's some comments in here. And I, I know because we talked about this uh, before the show started about Kind of the special date of today. Yeah, Ed Mur- Eddie Murray
2: hit his five hundred ton run. No, because that's not where I'm going We with got this. a nice orange seat out in, what is it, section 73 or something? Yeah. That, that was yeah. 20 years ago
5: today. 20 years
3: yeah.
2: yeah, but that's not the most ago.
5: special thing that happened today. Um, uh, What's today's date? Uh, he's got a bobblehead of it right there, Josh. Oh, Josh, just look at your uh, – s- Cal Ripken, the oh. the fault in our stars, yeah. something like that. The, <laughs> no, fault in our stars. The fault in our stars. <laughs> What, yeah. what 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 did Bob Costas say about it? Something about the, the he the unreachable, now, the, the unreachable star. star. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that and mixed up in the the our stars. stars is a <laughs> is a romantic comedy.
3: Co- what? <laughs> oh, that's no. not a comedy. No, no. Romantic tragedy. I'm sure someone. Dies. No, sorry, I'm sorry. It's tragedy. Yeah, that was tragic. There's some funny lines in it though. Uh,
5: but that that's interesting. That it yeah, it's I. That's like the uh, time hop thing on Facebook. Twenty one years ago today. How Ripken see,
3: breaks this, the streak, the 21-31 30, game. Yes, sir. Uh, Bert, where were you? Let, uh, let's do a little. Where were you? Okay. Where were you? Twenty-one
5: thirty-one. In my parents' basement. How old were you at this point? Uh, I, I would have ninety-five. Would have been fifteen. All right. 15. Freshman year? No. Going. I was early in my sophomore year of high school. Hey
2: uh, guys, this guy was on Fallon. This yeah, week.
5: yeah, you told me that. What I didn't follow. Why was he on Jimmy Fallon? He's he, the music guy we're talking about. He sang. He sang some song about Pizza Hut. Like as know. a guest, like he yeah. wasn't the featured musical guest. Yeah. At he, the end of the show when they have a musical. Oh, guest? I don't know. I don't want. I
2: didn't watch the whole show. Did he perform with the Roots? No, he performed on his own with a piano and he sang a song about
5: Pizza Hut. Interesting. Well, good for him. He was on our show before, right? Yeah. Look at that. We are one degree away from Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Now. I. I, I He gave me high five one time. True story. Jimmy Fallon. Save it for Bert's story time. With or without the broken finger. It was pre broken finger.
3: When I was a kid, do you know who my best high five came from? Who? W. C. W. Wrestler. I think it was Goldberg. I think it was Billy Hart. No, it was um. Bret Hart. Kidman. Oh man, kid. He always wore jeans and a wife beater. He was a high flyer. Now I can't even remember his name. He's my best high <laughs> best Chat high room, five. help
5: us out. Who's he talking about? WCW wore jeans and uh, uh, Billy white Kid, beater. Billy Kidman?
3: Yeah, Billy Kidman.
5: Billy Kidman.
3: Yeah, that that was my high five. At Six Flags, he was on the rides. <laughs> I was waiting in line. He walked up with a cute girl. They you, put you him sh- right in the front.
5: You yeah, sure celebrities get that. I saw uh, Donny Osmond at Walt Disney World on New Year's Eve one year. It was awesome. <laughs> We're just doing celebrity Josh, encounters now. Josh, 2 one, three, one game where were you there we go back to back to the topic at hand
2: oh i was uh watching that tv at home
5: and nothing nothing very exciting in your parents, house? Yeah,
2: parents, parents basement? house
5: yeah i remember having a couple friends over my parents were there yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah it was
2: a big
3: deal
5: watching it matt, matt was there it was a family affair
3: yeah parents were at the game right your parents were yeah. at the
2: game yeah, yeah their the parents
3: were. were at the game my mother when doesn't like baseball mm.
5: instead of me Well, your dad probably just couldn't pick one of you to go, so...
2: This is uh, one of Kidman's entrance songs. Do you recognize this one? No. No? No, no. How about this one? This is his other entrance song.
5: I was more of a WWF guy as a kid.
2: This is from the WCW. Yeah, I know.
5: That's why I don't recognize any of it. Oh, I was always WCW
3: guy. Were you? And yeah,
2: the NWO, the Wolfpack, all that stuff. The Nitro, the Nitro
5: girls. The Nitro girls, absolutely. Monday Night wasn't
2: Nitro. That, wasn't WCW like the one more a little more kid friendly? For a while there. Well, WWE right. was in the Attitude era for right, a while. Right, right, because right, and that, that's <laughs> wasn't. And that's when WWF had uh, Steve Austin. Yep. Yep. Austin so. three sixteen.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, are, 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 you, are you guys part of the flock?
5: I don't know what the flock means. means. You don't know what the flock is? What the flock is he talking about?
2: You haven't heard the flock?
4: What is it? I
5: recognize that
2: voice.
4: A raven. A raven is brash. A raven is bold. A raven is clever. A raven is spirit. A raven is always doing something worth watching.
3: Kobe Jones has it at the 20. Oh! To Kobe Jones, and the miracle is answered. The Baltimore Ravens are
4: Super Bowl champions. The Raven is tough as hell. A Raven adapts to anything: cold, snow, injury, adversity. It doesn't matter. But the Raven thrives in the north. Touchdown, Ravens! On the ground. The raven walks confidently with swagger Mm. in the air. The raven is amongst the world's most acrobat. The raven is the world's most intelligent bird. And that intelligence, listen to me, it's dangerous. Especially when that raven joins the flock. The flock's power is in its commanding. Menacing size. A united flock is fierce. The flock does not hide from predators. It invites them. We went into the lion's den and we came out untouched. The flock rolls like an unpredictable wave through the sky into enemy territory with a petrifying loudness that declares here we're Oh. That's a team that came here and expected to win. They should have known better because they're coming to play the Ravens. You put that out all you want. Flocks are motivated. They push each other higher towards greatness. They encourage each other. They expect commitment, toughness, sacrifice from each other. It's a privilege to wear these colors. It's not a right. And we all have to earn that privilege every day. Every Raven is ready to lead the flock. And no matter when and no matter where, the flock will unite. The flock will be relentless. The fuck was
2: we are the you guys now pumped
5: up for Sunday? Let's go, baby. That was intense. Give me a water run through. The raven is tough as hell. The, the,
2: raven, <laughs> the raven is the most intelligent bird, according to Ray Rice. You know what Google says about that, w- that? That
5: wasn't Ray Rice, Josh. Oh, Ray Lewis. <laughs> I hate
2: track. to push your bubble. Well,
3: and that's more yeah. evidence that Ray Rice would the be ravens the aren't intelligent, by the way, but whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Do you, but do you believe that fact? The ravens are the most intelligent bird? Or do you think that's just Ray Lewis and uh, Ray Lewis and up well, a stat?
3: How does one measure intelligence? There are uh, different forms of intelligence. I, I've got
2: an answer from scientists. Yeah. The, the most intelligent birds are the parrot. Crows, ravens, and jays, which are all part of the corvid family of nice. birds, so, it's, so it's actually a true fact. Now, I don't know if I call
3: the raven football players intelligent outside of maybe John Herschel or clever. I, I don't know if I call them clever like he does, but
5: well, he, he specified bird. Okay. He didn't ben- specify the football right. team. Right. Okay, he fa- said fa- ravens enough. are intelligent. He also mentioned that
3: injuries doesn't matter to to a raven. Uh, injuries kind of matter, as, as evidenced last year. Now they
5: they refer to this as the flock, though. Do you yeah. know what the official term is for a group of ravens? You know, like a group of uh, fish is called a school of fish. Yeah. Is
2: it not called the ravens? No. Uh, or the flock? It's
5: no. Ca-
3: it's, called a, it's called a murder, right? No, that's a murder of crows. Yes. Uh, ravens is called a... Um,
2: it's similar. Shoot. A An unkindness. Oh, yes, that's right. Unkindness. An unkindness.
5: Unkindness. Why can't we be the unkindness? Also, also could be referred to as a conspiracy of or, ravens. Yeah.
2: See, those all sound better than the flock. Yeah. The flock's a little cheesy.
5: I, I wish you could. The share. word "flock" is group, used for a Any group bird. of birds in general. So right. the Any so, so it's the, accurate.
2: So orioles and ravens together were a flock. Absolutely, a flock of birds.
3: We fly together. Uh, I, I Ray Lewis is, uh, and I I didn't I didn't heard that before. Is that a recent thing? Yeah,
2: it's, it just came out this afternoon.
3: I, the, the the man's a freaking poet. The man's a freaking poet. Yeah, he's good.
5: He's, he's got a way with words. He does.
3: Do you think he wrote that himself? Absolutely, I do. No doubt about it, I do.
5: They probably just I, let him wing it, I, and then he, he they're like, "Okay, that's it. good." Right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he just winged that. And Me, somebody with a typewriter just wrote down everything he just said, and I'm like, "Okay, now say it into right. the speaker." Yeah. I right. think
3: he said it. He said it as much as you wrote the article about about the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to see the original article? Well, I could point out some words about that, that <laughs> I I know were not your words. I could point it out.
5: What was uh, one of them? Abysmal. <laughs> I
3: think uh, absolve was it, one absolved. of them. All right. I know some of the A. you absolve, but I also know like
2: Derek. Derek, I I, I thank Derek multiple and, times for making me look like a writer. And by the way, we're talking I, I about I sent the, him
3: the article on about the attendance that was on Utah mm-hmm, Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it,
2: it it blew up. Yeah. Um, so I I, yeah. I wrote, wrote the article. It. I wrote it. Your names on it. You want to know how I wrote it? I wrote it sitting in traffic using Siri, mm-hmm. and 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 then I speaking s- it. Yeah, and then I came home and I edited it.
5: Man, what a day and age we live in.
2: And again, I'm not a writer, so I sent it to Derek and said. You can edit this, trash this, or post it. I don't care. And he uh, edited it very heavily and put out a really nice article that made me sound really smart. All the points were mine. He just made me sound smarter. So you, yeah. got, you got yourself
5: a ghostwriter.
3: And there, was some, uh, and there was some points that I could tell was Josh. Like, I, I know Josh's writing style enough to know, like, that's definitely Josh. Like, Josh the, likes to throw no. in the rhetorical questions. All the points were mine. Yeah, but even, like, the style of throwing in the rhetorical yeah, questions. Mine. I know that's you. That's That's, that's what you do. Because I don't but write. Absolve, I, I, absolve converse. Wasn't you. I converse.
2: Yeah. I converse. Absolve was not me. Yeah, I know was. Did you
5: catch the part about when he fell in the mud on his way to return the very pants that he was going to return? Ruining the very pants that he was going to return.
2: What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It I know, know that's from something. I just Kramer sold all
5: his stories to Jay Peterman. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Sacramento. Oh, I'm embarrassed that no. I missed the sign. <laughs> yes, we're supposed to talk Ravens, but thank you, uh, Derek, for for editing that. Yeah, I'm heavy. sorry, I
3: took us off track.
2: Uh, the yeah, I don't know why why we came, got to that, but I did mean to thank there. So thanks for bringing that up.
3: Yeah, because you asked if Ray Lewis really wrote that.
2: Um, All right. Yeah, but uh,
3: but, but uh, yeah, probably about the same. Pretty cool video. Uh, or pretty cool. Is there a video with that? It's a video.
2: It's him speaking with
3: highlights. That's cool. That's cool.
5: I'll probably show that in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I
3: love Ray Lewis, man. I love that we
2: have him on our team.
3: Yeah. If If I was a fan of a different team, I might not like Ray Lewis. Most don't. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> I he's I love got, Ray Lewis. He's
2: got some free time now, so maybe we'll see him around more. I do too. So he can make some more videos. Cool. Yeah.
3: Cool. All right. Well, we want to get to some – with the season kickoff on Sunday against uh against the Buffalo Bills, uh, we want to get to some bold predictions. Time now
4: for bold predictions.
3: Yeah, and this is where we got on a limb. Do we think Devin Hester is going to return 20 kickoffs for touchdowns? <laughs> uh, do we think that um, Terrell Suggs has gone to um, – I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I don't want to throw out bold predictions. Uh. I want – I want to throw out my real bold predictions. I was going to say, you, you wrote you guys, down a
2: specific bold prediction about Terrell Suggs. I know. I know. I didn't want to give it away now.
3: I was just kind of teasing the types of things that could be bold predictions without saying my actual bold
2: prediction. All right. So you want to know a bold prediction? Yeah. You you give me one, then Bert give all me right. one, and then I'll give you one. Perryman will make it through the entire season without getting hurt.
3: Oh, that's lame. That 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 was like Bert's bold prediction about Manny Machado will not get hurt guess. <laughs> but all right. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get
2: better. I'm starting
5: soft. Yeah. But what about like his his numbers? Like, is he going to be productive? Is he going to contribute?
2: He, he's he's going to be fine. He's gonna he's going to be our replacement, Tory Smith. He's going to be the long ball, long long guy, and uh, we'll see him do okay. It's I think it's going to take a while for Joe to get comfortable with him, and I think he'll get more receptions as the year goes on, season goes on. I don't think that's very bold, but there you go. we will start soft. Bert, what do you, what do you have, Bert?
5: I put down what did I put down? Oh, uh, I'm going to be pessimistic. I don't think they're going to have that great of a year. I say that uh, either uh, Flacco or Suggs are not going to make it through the entire season. Similar to last year, unfortunately, Um, one of them is going to go down. It's going to be a season ending sort of thing and it will crush all playoff hopes.
3: So Josh is saying no one Perryman doesn't hurt. You're saying like everyone just starts to die right.
2: on the field. Yeah. I like to set the bar low it, so that I'm happy. Right. If, it's if it's not, it not Blacker, who's dying on the field? That's going to kill the season.
5: Yeah.
3: All right. And I, I'll start easy too. I'll start low and work my way up. Um, and and by the way, Manny Machado just had a grand slam. We I, I said I said we should throw away this game against their best pitcher and our our yeah, worst it's, pitcher. it's now seven to one. Uh, maybe we shouldn't throw away the game. Maybe we should try to win this one. Sure. Um, my bold prediction. Don't play it on paper. Absolutely, my bowl prediction. I'll start slow too. Um, Joe Flacco has never had a four thousand yard season this year. Bowl prediction: He will throw for over four thousand yards. They're gonna
5: be throwing a lot.
3: Yep. You
5: know, Devin Hester hasn't played since two thousand fourteen. Is that true? Yep. How? Why? I don't know. Injuries. That's so what I'm Surely trying to find out. If I if I did any background check for this podcast, I would have. Told I bet if film study was sitting in that seat, he would know. He would know. He last played for the Falcons. In 2014, right? Um, But I, you know, I'm trying to pull like right. special team stats. But
3: well, you work on that. that. I'm going to go with my next bowl prediction.
5: Oh, you got more than one?
3: I got three of them. Oh, great! Bring them. Yeah, my next bowl pre- prediction: Terrell Suggs. I think he's going to come back this year, old man Suggs with a vengeance, playing like a young boy. Okay, I <laughs> think he's old. He's old. He's old. Yeah, he's old. Josh, you know who also who? was old? Who? Peyton who? Manning. Oh, and what did he do? He, he won the Super he Bowl. at least went with the Ray
2: Lewis <laughs> reference. Who won the uh, Super Bowl.
3: Uh, Terrell Suggs, I think he's going to finish in the top three in all the NFL in sacks. You're crazy. His last full season, he had something like what? Like 14? I think he just needs like 15 sacks to be in the top three. I'm saying he's going to have about 15 sacks, 15 or 16, say, to be in the top three.
2: Mostly have more than him. Yeah. Oh,
5: and I need to correct myself. Uh, Hester played in five games last year in 2015. Uh, received... Eight punts and nine kickoffs. Yeah. Um, n- Nothing flashy. No touchdowns. Nothing like that.
3: Well, and, and he's not going to have – I mean, no one kicks off anymore. Yeah. I mean, no one return kicks anymore. No,
5: you can't expect like a Jacoby Jones situation. Yeah. He's like, just going to be there for
3: punts, yeah. and half of those would be fair catches. Uh, what, so what's, what's he going to do? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It's even an interesting in, pickup.
5: Even in 2014 when he was – he played every game – out of the punt situation, 18 punt situations, 11 of them were fair catches. Yeah, there's
3: just very few opportunities and, to do uh, something. And
5: kickoffs, oh, it doesn't have a fair catch in here, but yeah. yeah,
3: but still. It's like bringing in Michael Bourne to play the output. The, 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 the thing
5: is, he's a threat as opposed to the other teams have to worry about him Yeah, as opposed to nobody's worried about Michael Capinero. Well, Mac is hurt
3: again. He's on IR. I don't. Yeah, but who?
5: But throw whoever's on the roster yeah. out back there. Nobody's. He's not scaring anybody. Well, Not right. only
3: he's not scaring anybody. No one else on that roster has any experience doing that. Yeah. So there's a chance of fumbles. Mm. There's a chance of who knows what. Not knowing when to call the fair catch. It's just. It's nice to have someone who knows what they're doing. Back there. Have, have, have yeah. you guys
2: watched some preseason games? Sure. Really? Yeah. I, I was. I watched almost all of the fourth game. I, I went okay. to the Lions. Game. All right. So you know the change in kickoffs. Yeah. About yeah. uh, touchbacks. Yeah, sure. To the 25-yard line. To the 25-yard line. All right. Yeah. I didn't watch any preseason game. I haven't paid attention. I popped on Madden last night to play for the first time. And, and I'm like, confused. what's going
3: on? Let me adjust these settings. Yeah,
2: I had to Google. I had to Google and find out, oh, 25 yards.
3: My next bowl prediction.
2: You're just running through your predictions, aren't you? You got one, Josh? Because I got three. You guys just have one. Yeah, no, I got some. All right, what Kamara, you Kamari Aiken will be a top 15 wide receiver. I decided I'd go bold, go soft on the next one, go bold wow. on the big one. If you look at the second half of the season last year, Kamara Aiken, the ball was thrown to him more than uh, most receivers. I think he was in the top ten for pass attempts.
5: There was no Steve Smith. There was no Steve Smith. There was Smith.
2: no Mike Wallace. There was no Brashard Perryman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no Dennis Pitta. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. yeah. True. I'm standing by. Well, I'm maybe one of these guys. I'm saying Kamara Aiken improved last year. He was ugly at the beginning of the season. He improved, and this will be his breakout season.
3: I don't think Kamari is going to finish in the top five of receptions for the Ravens.
5: Yeah. <laughs> good. But at- that's a
2: bold
3: prediction, Josh. I, can give you, bold. I give you
5: that's bold. You can go bold.
3: You went from not bold to that's,
5: super that's bold. That's the point.
3: Uh, my bold is Justin Tucker. Speaking of bold, will set the record for longest field goal made ever. Cur- currently the record is 64 by uh, Prater. I think he's going to hit a 65-yarder and set the new record.
2: Okay. Uh, that, that, that's not what your paper says. You want to
3: uh-huh. go with your paper? You want to blow it out of the water? Tell uh, us what's
5: uh, really in the notes here, Matt.
3: <laughs> I wanted to get just a reaction. Sometimes I put things in there just to get a reaction to you guys to see if you guys think I really say it. <laughs> I have 80 <laughs> yards, 80-yard field goal in the notes. But, no, I think he's going to set the record. He can do it, right? He said he can do it. Sure. See, certainly he can do a 65-yarder if the conditions are right. Yeah, we've, oh, we're certainly. We playing in Denver this year.
5: No.
2: No. Oh, that hurts. Does it hurt? Well, I mean, he said he could do it in Denver.
5: Oh, that's just uh, you know,
2: it's, it's rubbing it in. It's it's kind of uh, convenient to say that you can kick a uh, kick a ridiculous field goal in a city that you're not visiting that year.
3: Yeah, well, let's try to see if we play oh, any dunes. Yeah, they hit a 63-yarder was hit in New Orleans. Okay? Okay. A 63-yarder was hit in San Francisco. A 62-yarder was hit in Tampa Bay. A sixty-one yarder was hit in Oakland. A sixty-one yarder was hit in Arizona. A sixty-one yarder was hit by your own Justin Tucker at Raven Stadium. A sixty-one yarder. So he can't get sixty-five. He can get sixty-five. The only dome we the, play the, in this year
5: is uh, a joke. Dallas, and that's still that's considered a dome, right? Retractable
2: uh, roof. It, I don't think it's retractable. Is it? I don't know. I don't think Dallas is retractable. I think it's just like gigantic. They've got the problem with Dallas. Is you can't get much lift on the ball because they had that gigantic screen in the middle. <laughs> so
3: that's all my bold prediction. That's all I got. That's all I got in the old uh, ball prediction bag.
2: Hey, here's my Ray Lewis statue comment, where I said my bold prediction: Ray Lewis gets another statue in Baltimore. I don't think that's very <laughs> bold. Another statue? Another statue. Did you forget about his first statue?
3: No, no. But why would he get another statue?
2: Brooks has two.
3: Fair enough, fair enough.
5: Yeah, but one of them, like, the fans had to commission to get it done because the Orioles hadn't put any statues up for anybody. I'm pretty
2: sure Steve Bishotti has a Ray Lewis statue outside his house.
5: <laughs> he certainly should.
2: I uh, would. A couple of comments
3: from I know
5: the – I'm sorry. I know he has a miniature Johnny Unitas statue in his basement because you does, showed me that one does, time. He does, he does.
3: <laughs> a couple comments from the chat room. There's a little – I don't know what's going on They're in there. Are making
2: some of their own bold predictions? I, know,
3: I don't know what's going on there. I got a comment uh, six minutes ago saying Bert's prediction broke the stream. Oh, nice! And then, like, I'm not getting other messages. And then I click on it, and I can get, over here if I click on the the notifications, I get one comment that Jacob said, and I agree with Matt Tucker with Matt on Tucker setting a record. But like, I can't get it on my mainstream. It just something's going screwy on our comment. Feed I think right. what
5: happened with the Facebook video, it it cut out for a second, and then automatically came back on. But now that means there's a second uh, stream running now. Oh, Because I, I I had the same thing. I had a new notification, yeah. and now I see something with Jimmy. Yeah,
2: because it says we've been live for seven minutes. Yeah. When, we've been so live it, way it, longer it, than that. Yeah, we went time. an hour, so then it cut like into another stream or so something. So what
3: you're saying is we fell into some kind of portal, time-dimensional portal, Yes, that has kind of put us back in time to – 7.30, and we're just seven minutes in.
5: Some dimension between time and space.
3: Yeah, that's amazing. By the
5: way, AT&T Stadium, formerly Cowboy Stadium, is a city-owned 80,000-seat capacity stadium with a retractable roof. Nice. Nice. My parents are going to that game in Dallas this year.
2: I'm going to Dallas next week. After the show, we got to talk about the podcast because I'm in Dallas on Tuesday.
5: Oh, that's not, that doesn't work for me. Oh, my. <laughs>
3: Oh, my. So, we
2: got to talk. The okay.
3: amount of times that Josh has worked around your schedule, Bert, you going off to Disney World, you doing who knows what, and now he's going to miss one week and you can't step up and make it work?
5: Well, you and me are kind of tied to him because if we showed up here without him, I wouldn't. Well, do you know should... what to do? I don't know what to we've, do.
3: We just be started hitting things.
5: <laughs> <laughs> like Zoolander? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in the computer. I <laughs> <laughs> would definitely oh, yeah. be
2: after that, Josh. I could do Tuesday morning. Don't catch a plane until like 3 o'clock. All right, we we can talk about we'll it. After figure it out after we'll the show. talk about it after the show.
5: Let's let everyone listen to us plan. Yeah, what's next? That's it. That's all I got. Uh,
3: let let let's wrap up the show. Oh, the intern. Oh gosh,
2: mm, still missing.
3: Well,
2: it's election season. He says he'll be back once he's uh, got an election to whoever win. his guy wins.
5: He's got an election to win. Van Houten. Is that who it is? <laughs> Van Houten. Here's the who. I don't
2: know. I, I I went to Mother's yesterday. He doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, he quit. He's given his
3: whole life over to uh, democracy. Good for him.
5: Yeah, I guess. I'll be happy when the election's over, regardless whether the intern comes back or not. Why? I'm just tired of it. You're tired of it. We're just getting started. We still yeah. we haven't
2: to the debates yet. It's the, just heating up. The debates are in a couple weeks. That's when it gets fun. That's gonna be. It's gonna be good stuff. I mean,
5: the Olympics just ended, and I got happy. Now I got this next hanging over my head. Next week's our special
2: political episode.
5: Okay. <laughs>
2: politics. Yeah, we
3: should have a special bonus episode just politics.
5: Well, we have uh the uh anti-patriotic Colin Kaepernick hanging up right here in the section 336 studios. Uh, that is out of camera. Oh, Colin that, Kaepernick
2: on the wall. You you see who's the you see Colin Kaepernick's like one of the top-selling jerseys still. Is it? Yep. That's a good strategy. I like that from a marketing standpoint.
3: Yeah, it's do a bunch something. of
5: anti-American, far-left people buying Kaepernick right. jerseys. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: what we need to do. We need to come up with some kind of outrageous statement to get people to get people to uh, buy buy
5: Trumbo shirts to buy yeah. Trumbo shirts,
3: <laughs> and let's do our show. We got. We. I'm gonna think about this. I am gonna think about this. In the meantime, you can like us on Facebook. Search for Section Three Three Six on Facebook. You can write us a review on iTunes.
2: We need one of those.
3: Okay. You can of course, um, oh, you can of course. I, I'm doing the show while Manny Machado chucks it past uh, the catcher's head. You can. Uh, what were we talking about?
5: Liking us on Facebook, Subscri- watching our videos live every Tuesday night at 7:30 p.m.
3: Thanks, Bert. Team player picking a guy up.
5: Except next Tuesday, but we'll figure that out when the show ends. <laughs> yeah, but you
3: can know what we're doing if you follow us
5: on Twitter. Section three three six show. That's right. At section three three six show. Yes. Yes. You can follow me
3: on Twitter (laughs) at Section336. You can follow Bert At Burt Rohde. You can follow Josh.
2: At Josh Soroka.
3: Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens and go O's. Section336
4: is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section336 on utahstreetreport.com. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See
5: slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
1: This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore.